the city of Surrey needs to sit down and take the time to go through the report, all the information that's in it, uh, to recognize that the best path forward is the recommendation that we have made. And we have made it on the basis of safe and effective policing in the city of Surrey. And that's why we've also come forward and saying, look, we recognize there are additional costs with that, and those costs should not be borne by the residents or the businesses, and we're willing to sit down to deal with those issues of costs. The issue of vacancies is of critical importance, not just in Surrey, but in communities right across the province. On this edition of Today in BC, Black Press media journalist Lauren Collins brings us up to date, examining what's happening with policing transitions in BC. We'll also hear what Simon Fraser University criminology professor Robert Gordon and a former police officer himself has to say regarding restoration of provincial police service in BC and the creation of at least three regional police services. With us today, Black Press Media journalist Lauren Collins, who's been following the issue. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, Lauren. Thank you for having me, Peter. Lauren, if I'm following these scenarios correctly, Langley Township has voted to no longer share RCMP with Langley City, and Surrey's transition is now on hold. That's right. In April, the Langley Township voted to move ahead with no longer sharing an RCMP force with the neighboring Langley City. The two lower mainland communities have shared a force since the mid-1950s, and while the township isn't considering a municipal force, Mayor Eric Woodward said in an announcement in May that it's about investing in public safety, noting that the township and city's funding for more officers don't align. That's something that Public Safety Minister and Solicitor General Mike Farnworth said repeatedly when announcing the province's recommendation that Surrey continue on with its policing transition to the Surrey Police Service. Everyone needs to be safe in their community, regardless of where they live in BC. As Solicitor General, it's my duty to make sure that the decision on the transition ensures public safety, not just for the people of Surrey, but for everyone in British Columbia. The path forward provides secure policing that people can count on now and for the long term. The best way to ensure public safety and to put this difficult time behind us is with a municipal police force in Surrey. I am recommending that the city of Surrey continue with the transition to the Surrey Police Service. The province is ready to sit down with the city of Surrey to provide financial support so we can finally close this chapter of confusion and uncertainty. When someone calls 911, they need to know that a police officer will be there to help. Now is not the time to put policing levels at risk in any community, in Surrey or anywhere else in BC. The people of Surrey have been through enough. The path we are recommending is safer for all regions of the province, safer for the people of Surrey, and with provincial financial support, will help prevent them from paying more. I understand following Langley Township's decision, Minister Fernworth was asked if now is the time to be starting that conversation towards regionalization. Yes, Farnworth said he knows it's very much a topic of discussion and there's been a significant amount of work and consultation involved with local governments, whether it was on the Lower Island or Metro Vancouver. Farnworth talked about recommendations from the All-Party Special Committee on Reforming the Police Act, which released a 96-page report last year that included 11 recommendations to transform policing and community safety. It added that BC's patchwork of RCMP and municipal forces should transition to a new BC provincial police service. 
amalgamating police services on a regional basis. We are working on changes to the Police Act, which I have announced. The first phase of those will be in place this fall. But I also want to take this opportunity. I fully expect that the RCMP are going to be policing large areas of this province for a considerable amount of time to come. So, Lauren, there's been lots of discussion if it is time for BC to make the move to a provincial police force. Well, at least one policing and public safety researcher thinks the latest decision by government is a missed opportunity to do just that. I had an opportunity to speak with Simon Fraser University criminology professor Robert Gordon, a former police officer himself, who has been following Surrey's nearly five-year policing transition. He says the restoration of a provincial police service in BC would do very well in settling some of these issues. The all-party committee report on reforming the Police Act in BC, which was released a couple of years ago now after some public consultation, extensive public and professional consultation. That all-party committee was unanimous in its recommendations that, amongst other things, a provincial police service to replace the RCMP, coupled with regional police services. So the provincial police service would cover the whole province but not be separate from the provincial police service. So you could, uh, as a big municipality, 5,000 plus, or whatever number you wanted to pick, you could contract with the provincial police service. I wouldn't make it optional, quite frankly, but that's because I'm just a big police service guy. You know, I, I think great economies of scale and efficiencies can be achieved by having fewer boundaries between police services. This certainly has been the experience in Australia, where you have each state in Australia has its own police service. There are no separate regional or municipal police services in Australia. It's all dealt with by the state, the state being the equivalent of a province. And then overarching that, there's a federal police service that deals with national issues like organized crime and um, order integrity, these sorts of things that are deserving of the attention of a federal police service. So there's a, an Australian police service that deals with those larger issues. He added at least three regional police services should also be created, one in Metro Vancouver, one in the South Vancouver Island region, and one in the Okanagan. Gordon points to Australia's policing model, which he says is a much cleaner and simpler model. Canada, he said, is dealing with an icon and a colonial hangover. RCMP should be disbanded or reduced down to a tourist attraction and have a federal force that solely focuses on organized crime and border integrity. When Today in BC continues, more on the Police Reform Act, financial incentives from the province for Surrey, and the RCMP comment on vacancies. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. 
WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com. I'm Peter McCulley. Today in BC is a Black Press Media podcast. Lauren, while Farnworth said it was one of the most difficult decisions he's ever had to make, the recommendation to stick with the Surrey Police Service is not binding. Yes. When Mike Farnworth made the announcement that Surrey should continue with the transition to the Surrey Police Service, it came with a financial incentive. The province is offering to help the city with transition costs, the city can, and Mayor Brenda Locke is hoping to stop the transition and revert back to the RCMP. However, the province has set strict conditions that the city must meet in order to stop the transition and retain the RCMP, which include not taking RCMP officers from other communities to fill Surrey RCMP's ranks again. Lauren, what about these other 11 already existing city police forces? BC has 11 municipal police departments. There's Abbotsford, Central Saanich, Delta, Nelson, New Westminster, Oak Bay, Port Moody, Saanich, Vancouver, Victoria Esquimalt, and West Vancouver. There's also a tribal police force near Lillooet. Yes, the Police Act Reform Committee recommends a new provincial police service, but gives communities an opportunity to choose from a municipal force, like Surrey, or contract the provincial police service. The recommendation aligns with the current model in BC, with the only difference being that a provincial service replaced the federal RCMP. When I talked with Professor Robert Gordon, he said big municipalities could use contracts with a provincial service, but he doesn't recommend making that an option. One of the things that needs to be sorted out is the what's called scope of practice. So, you know, what exactly is it? that lies within the domain of a police service, doesn't matter if it's regional or provincial, what lies within its domain and what does not. And certainly responding to emergency calls is something that is shared by all public safety services. And in fact, there's an argument to be made for dropping the word policing, which suggests that a body is parachuting into an area and is going to regulate the population, dropping that in favour of public safety services. The reason for that is very clear. And in fact, the current government is already referring to police and public safety services as a branch of the Ministry of the Solicitor General. They changed the title quite quietly about a year or so ago. That makes a heck of a lot more sense. So that takes the sting out out of the concept of police and policing when you're talking instead about, and in a progressive way, talking instead about services that ensure public safety in all its various forms. I mean, in many ways, the emergency services system that we have, it duplicates itself. So you get fire departments turning out to a variety of emergency calls, which turn out to be calls that actually require an ambulance, an ambulance personnel rather than rescue services. It's a bit murky. And I think, you know, that needs to be sorted out. But at the moment, there are lines drawn between the different services. 
And that prevents a more coherent approach to meeting the needs of a community for public safety purposes. Minister Farnworth's comments came despite him continually repeating and pointing to 1,500 RCMP vacancies across the province as part of the decision for the Surrey Police Service. Perhaps you could expand on that issue for us, Lauren. Yes, Surrey has some strict conditions it must follow if the city chooses to stay with the RCMP. But the worry is that the RCMP officers could be poached from other detachments. So one of those conditions is a restaffing plan that doesn't prioritize the Surrey RCMP over other BC RCMP vacancies and resourcing needs. That being said, in order to reach the full complement in Surrey, about 160 regular member positions need to be restored. The RCMP have significant recruiting challenges right now. And with 1,500 vacancies across British Columbia, we cannot afford to make it worse. The Director of Police Services report makes it clear that backtracking to the RCMP risks reducing police presence in other regions. Moving backwards to the RCMP in Surrey could come at the cost of staffing positions elsewhere in the province. Mayors and Indigenous leaders of RCMP police communities have expressed concerns about RCMP resourcing, and they have said they cannot afford to lose any of their officers to Surrey. Communities such as Richmond, North Vancouver and Chilliwack have reduced police presence that risks impacting public safety in the entire region, including in Surrey. But also let me be clear, my support for the RCMP in this province is unwavering. RCMP officers on the ground across British Columbia protect our communities each and every day. Lauren, what do the RCMP have to say about all of this? The commanding officer of E-Division, Dwayne McDonald, said in a follow-up news conference that the 1500 figure isn't entirely accurate. He said RCMP experienced a significant downturn at the RCMP's training center depot during COVID. In regards to the 1500 figure that Minister Farnworth kept repeating, McDonald said that isn't entirely accurate. About a thousand of those vacancies are people who are on leave, whether that be maternity, medical leave, while about 518 are hard vacancies that they haven't been able to fill yet. Last fall, Lauren, the Premier, David Eby, promised money for the next three years for police funding for RCMP officers. Yes, last November, Premier David Eby promised $230 million over the next three years to fund police for about 250 to 270 RCMP vacancies in rural detachments and regional units as well as to hire more officers for specialized units such as major crime, the sexual exploitation of children, and money laundering. Thanks to journalist Lauren Collins, who continues to follow policing transitions on this edition of Today in BC. If you have suggestions or comments, send us a voice message to podcast to blackpress.ca. You may be part of our podcast mailbag segment. You'll find Today in BC podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, and Google Podcasts. Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know. 